It's CarPro USA with the CarPro Jerry Reynolds. Jerry was in the car business for over three decades and won the USA Today's Dealer of the Year Award twice. Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy is his sidekick, basically Jerry's Uber driver. And they're here to give you straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. So sit back, feel like a VIP, and listen to CarPro USA. Well, hi there. Hope you're having a great day. This is Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro. I'm your friend in the car business. I'd be happy to help you make a good, smart car buying decision. I'm actually not in the car business, but I was for a long time. Uh, if you don't know my history, I owned car dealerships for 35 years, had a lot of dealerships, uh, was the president of the Ford National Dealer Council for two terms in a row. That was the first when I did it back uh, about, no, oh, gosh, it's been 19 years or so ago now. We've been on the air here for 18 and a half years, giving straight talking, honest answers, unbiased information that don't cost you a penny. It's as close as 800 926 7777. Tell me what you're thinking. I'll tell you if I think that's a good idea or not, and then you go do what you want to. I'll give you my opinion and be happy to do that, but you don't have to follow the, the rules if you wish not to. I'm good with that. Lots of information at our website, carprousa.com. Don't miss my FAQ page if you're in the market for a vehicle. A lot of good information there. Okay, my trusty sidekick is Kevin McCarthy, and he is here with me, and <laughs> so I get a little tongue-tied occasionally. It I'm, happens I'm to a, us all, buddy. I'm not the radio pro here. That's you. Yeah, but I, I get tongue-tied plenty. <laughs> you know, you've always talked about how it takes a special kind of person to be a car dealer. You've got to be competitive. You've got to have certain traits and qualities. The one that I'm thinking about right now that... I'm having trouble wrapping my head around that the car dealers are going to be dealing with is last month they had way too many cars in their lot. Yes. And the chances are that mid-June, a lot of models are going to be sold out. It's true. Um, and, and that's – everybody thinks – if you've not been in the business, you think, okay, car dealer orders cars. He just picks up the phone. He calls the factory and says, send me 100, you know – F-150s or whatever. It ain't nothing like that. And where we sit today, roughly two months into the coronavirus, was the plants shut down back in March and are not going to start building cars again until either next week or the week after most of them. Some, some are coming online next week, but most of them are not coming online for another week. That means... We've got two and a half months of no production. Well, the car business runs on a 90-day cycle. So, I mean, the perfect scenario is to have no more than a 90-day supply on your lot at any given time. But you never worry if you get just a little bit low because there's always cars to back them up. There's no cars to back them up right now. They haven't been building them. So once they start building in the middle of May, they're six weeks from the dealerships. So even though April business, because the coronavirus wasn't great, there wasn't any cars coming in, and that's going to be the same scenario in May as dealerships open up around the country, as as America reopens, people are going to be buying and visiting car dealerships, buy more cars, buy sometime in June, no later than the first part of July, 
there's going to be a shortage, especially of the popular vehicles. That's going to be amazing because we've all become so accustomed to saying, um, I want this vehicle and I'll take that color. Yeah. And, and you know, when, when, when inventory is short, when cars are short in supply, there is no reason for big incentives. Uh-huh. The incentives are there to move cars off the lot so that dealers will reorder them. When there's shortages, I, the Kia Telluride, absolute best example I've ever seen. I've never seen a vehicle be out for well over a year. People still can't get them, and there is absolutely zero rebates and very little discounting, if any. Most mm. of our dealer, most of our Kia dealers will knock 500 off the sticker because they listen to the show. That's it? That's it. And they can't keep them. And so build a great product, get keep them short in supply, and people will buy them. Now, that, that example is a little bit unusual in that when I reviewed the Telluride, I said, this thing's worth five grand more than the sticker if you look at, comp- at the competition. But this thing is as hot today as it was when it came out, and there's no end in sight. Amazing. Let us talk to Susan in League City. Susan, thank you for holding. You've been very patient. What can I do for you? Hi, Jerry. Hi, Kevin. I'm Hi. so pleased to be able to talk with you. Thank you. How are you? Doing good, kiddo. What's on um, your mind? Um, our daughter is going to be in a week. She's going to be heading out to Miami to start her residency. Yes. And uh, we're trying to figure out, should she buy a car here and drive over there? Should she wait to get over there and buy the car? And uh, you don't have a car pro USA certified dealer over there, right? No, so, no, we don't have anything in Florida. We don't have anything in Florida, and it was probably the worst experience we ever had trying to make this work in Florida because of the dealers. I, I, uh, I, I, I couldn't wait to get out of there. Um, what what are, what is she looking at? Um, she actually was looking at a Honda Civic. Um, I think she wants a small car. She wants something that's uh, good mileage, that kind of thing. No, that's a good one. Um, is she willing to drive it to Florida? Because I, I know I can save her money. Um, actually, I, my husband and I, we were thinking we we can drive it for her if she if she doesn't want to drive yeah, it. Yeah, no, that makes she, sense. She and, yeah, yeah, and and fly so, back. You would recommend. You would you would recommend buying here and then drive. I would, right? I would, because it's it's hard enough to get a great deal on a Honda, and when you're in a, a strange market like Miami, um, you don't know. She's not going to know who she's dealing with. It'd be easy to get taken advantage of. There is no cap on the documentary fees in Florida. I see. I, I hear from people still because we were on the air there for a pretty good while. I hear people still tell me that that did some. Some of the dealers there charge $1,500 or more just for a documentary fee. I mean, in Texas, wow. in Texas, it's 150 And so what they do is, wow. is they throw low ball prices out there knowing that they're going to make 1500 on the documentary fee. It's a very right. cutthroat market, and I don't want anything to do with it. So let's get her to John Eagle Honda to talk to Mac Delop, the president there, before she leaves, and let's get her in one here. I promise you, she'll only she'll not only have a better experience, but she'll save good money. And then if y'all end up uh, if y'all end up driving it for her, you'll enjoy the drive too. 
because this little Civic is a really, really great car and gets great gas mileage. It'd be good, too, for you guys to drive it and make sure everything's perfect with it and do the break-in with it. I mean, there's not much break-in with a car anymore, but, you know, there is a little, and it'd be good for you guys. Car, truck, SUV, bulldozer. Well, okay, we can't really help you find a bulldozer. But for everything else, just call Jerry Reynolds. There's a reason I'm called the Car Pro. 1-800-926-7777. This is Car Pro USA, and if you're trying to decide whether leasing might be right for you, there are eight must-know leasing terms, and you'll find those two answers to the frequently asked questions on leasing on the FAQ page at carprousa.com. Jerry has six answers about leasing. Yep, and written all by myself and tried to do it in a way that even if you'd never leased before, you'd understand. Uh, this week in the free newsletter, my review of the Toyota Supra. Wow, that was popular. Yes, it was popular. Popular car. Uh, And this week, I've been driving the Lexus LX570. I'll have that review up at our website early in the week next week. And all next week, I'm going to be behind the wheel of a 2020 Acura MDX Super Handling All-Wheel Drive. I love Acuras. I do. I just, boy, this this is one I'm looking forward to because it's been a while since I've had a, I've had the RDX, but I haven't had the MDX. When you said super handling all-wheel drive, is that a term they use or is that yes. just your description? No, it says S-H-A-W-D on the, on the back. Huh. So what do they do to make their all-wheel drive super handling? Well, it's an Acura. I mean, oh. all, all Acuras handle uniquely. Let me put it that way. It's much like a BMW. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's really they really grip in the handle well, and their all-wheel drive system is really good. I mean, it's up there with Subaru, which is and Range Rover, That's which high is hard praise. To say. Yes, it is. Antonio in San Antonio. What? What? <laughs> Thank you, Jerry, for taking my call. You bet, buddy. What can I do for you? Well, I need your advice. Next August, my wife's car lease is going to end. And I have a Saturn 2008, and I would like to trade it in for my wife's car, and she's going to get another lease. Is that a good move? Okay. When you say next August, do you mean like uh, four months from now, or do you mean a year and four months from now? Yes, sir. Which one? Um, No, uh, um, next August. My wife's lease. Yeah, this, my but this lease coming up August, it, it, right? This coming yes. up August, August of yes. 2020. Exactly, August of okay. 2020. You know, it, it could be a good deal. Um, what What is she leasing currently? Uh, she's a uh, 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 2017 uh, Ford Explorer. Okay, and and how how is she doing on the miles? Oh my goodness, it's so low miles. It's about twenty-two thousand miles right now. Okay, yeah, she's doing great. Yeah. So here's mm-hmm. the thing: if the residual value is close to the value of the Explorer, the true value, not what uh-huh. you find online, not what Kelly Blue Book says, but you know what? If if the residual value that you could buy the car for 
is in the uh, in the money as far as you're not way overpaying for your own lease car, then, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, okay. So what you want to do when you get a little bit closer, and, and be careful, Antonio, because uh-huh. for, for whatever reason, Ford Credit is weird about their leases at the end. You've got to notify them in advance, I, and I believe uh-huh. it's 30 days, if you want to oh. buy your lease car. Otherwise... You lose that window of opportunity. I don't know any other right? lease company that does it this way, but I have had a uh-huh. lot of listeners through the years want to buy their lease car at the end. They didn't notify them, and they were not able to, and they were honked oh, off. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they were we honked were, off. So We were thinking about uh, trade the, the Saturn in and get the rest of the money cash in order to get my wife's car. And she gets a new new deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, your plan's a good one as long as you're not way overpaying for your own car. Uh, so if you could go yeah. out into the market and buy a, a similar Explorer to your wife's $5,000 cheaper, you'd want to do that, right? Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it probably won't be anything like that. Usually residual values are fairly close to market value. The, the used car market's kind of screwy right now because of the coronavirus, but I would certainly look at it and look, I'm fine with you paying a little more for her car because you, you know the car, you know it hadn't been in a wreck, you know how it's been maintained. There's no guessing with, with her car. Now, what you, if, what you might want to try to do is use one of my dealers for her next lease, trade the the explorer into them and then you buy it from that dealer that's going to save some tax money so you might want to try to do that because you're going to have to pay uh, sales tax on the explorer if you get it yourself so there you go some car shows are just infomercials for dealers. Others mean well, but they just don't know enough. So get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, at 1-800-926-7777. Hello, Scott in League City, Texas. What can I do for you? How are you doing, Jerry? First, I would like to echo a compliment to one of your dealers. Back in 2013, I called you. We were thinking about getting a Hyundai, and you referred me to Wisner up in Conroe. Yeah. Awesome experience. Awesome experience. And they're still taking care of my listeners today. It was worth the drive. So here's my conundrum. I've got a 2009 Toyota Tundra 5.7 liter 4x4. It only has about 146,000 miles, and I've only had two small repairs. Right. It's in excellent shape. I'm anal about taking care of my vehicles. Here's my challenge. It's my understanding, and it seems to be being confirmed, that Toyota is no longer going to offer the 5.7 liter when they come out with the twin turbo V6. It does look that way. It looks like that when the new truck comes out for 2021, it'll have all new powertrains. So on the positive side, it's got good horsepower. The little or, the little RV we're buying is not a heavy one. I'm not worried about the powertrain 
I'm worried about engine life because turbos bother me. And number two, it's also my understanding they're going to independent suspension, and I love an axle. By God, I've had I've had a pile of the grass in the back of this thing. It hardly sits down. I don't know. It's not a three-quarter ton, but it acts like one. It acts like a one ton. So I don't know. I'm sorry? It, it acts like a one ton. Yeah, well, years ago, I had, to re, I had to redo a lot of grass in my yard, and I drove, oh, I guess it's close to 60 miles northwest Houston mm-hmm. with my little... Uh, Scott, I don't want to interrupt you, but... We've got about 45 seconds left, and I don't want to miss your question. Okay, the question is, uh, all the luck. You knew it. I think his question is, uh, okay, so your question is, how, how, what can you expect out of the current Tundra engine? Yes. All right, brother, you're cutting out. Hopefully you can hear me. Uh, in these remaining seconds, I've seen Tundras do 400,000 miles um, or more on a pretty regular basis. And if you're as anal about your maintenance as you say you are, and I'm sure you are, then I think you're not even halfway there, my friend. I would keep what you got. Feel like a VIP when you buy an SUV. Call CarPro USA to find the right one at the right dealer. 1 800 926 7777. And a big thank you to our friends at O'Reilly Auto Parts for bringing you this hour of the CarPro USA radio show. They are your professional parts people. I want you to go to O'ReillyAuto.com and look at their website. It's really cool. They're still doing curbside pickup. So if you buy something, buy it online and go to the store. They'll bring it out to your car. They have all kinds of wax products and car detailing stuff. Because it's going to be that time of springtime cleaning, you know, with your car. And you want it to look nice. Otherwise, your love life is going to suck. And you can see that story at uh, in this week's newsletter. How about a battery test? Yeah, go in there. They'll, give you, they'll test your battery for free at O'Reilly. And if you've got a check engine light on, they'll hook up their machine to your OBD and tell you what's wrong. How about that? All that for free. I love O'Reilly. Yeah, they are wonderful people. They really and, are, and we're glad they're they're a sponsor here at CarPro USA. You know, Jerry, I'm not really a camping kind of guy. I, I like uh, camping to me. Roughing it is no uh, ho- no cable. Yeah, a hotel without 24 hour room service. <laughs> but that Mercedes camper story that you had in this week's newsletter. Mm-hmm. Give me one of those Mercedes, and I might uh, start hitting the roads. I think it might be kind of fun, and I, I you know. Volkswagen's been talking about bringing back the bug, but I mean the bus with with the pop up camper and all that stuff. And I mean we've been hearing this for years now, and I don't know if they're ever going to do it or not. But Mercedes is doing it, and boy, it's nice you, looking. I thought it was kind of cool too. If you like to be outside, this thing is cool. It's in this week's newsletter. All you got to do is subscribe today. We'll get it to you today. You can read all about it and watch my fantastic videos and Kevin's loser video (laughs) all at one time. Barbara in Houston, Texas. Hello, Barbara. Hey there, car pro guys. What you doing? Good, good, good. Hey, 
the last time I spoke to you was three years ago before I decided that you helped me decide on a BMW X3 from Advantage uh-huh. here in Houston. And I've been very pleased with it, but it was my first experience with a lease. And I've always owned my cars. I had the Acura, RL was the last one, TL before that. And so I'd like your opinion. And, and if you have reviewed and looked online but couldn't see, I'm comparing the Forest Subaru Forcer Touring to the mm-hmm. Outback. And, you know, some difference in amenities. How would you compare them? You know, they're they're so similar in so many ways. Uh, both uh, great in their own rights, and it really just comes down to which one you like the looks of better because they're identical under the sheet metal that you see. So when when okay. you got the Forester, you got a little more cargo area in the back, typically because of the height of the Forester. It's more it's more wide open in the back. The the outback is, and don't don't take offense to this. Some people think it's sort of station wagony. Now I don't. It, yeah. does, it doesn't bother me, but I can see why people would think that. So you got a lower a lower load height in the outback than you do with the Forester, but the engine, the transmission, the way they ride, the way they drive, identical. And you know what? Sales-wise, they're almost always neck and neck. So about half of America thinks the Forester's better, and the other half thinks the Outback is better. Resale value is very similar. Uh, So what are you going to do about leasing versus not leasing this time? Oh, I'm going to buy, no doubt about it. Okay. Um, I don't don't like worrying about exceeding my mileage. I'd rather pay for a car, own it, no payments, enjoy it, go cross-country if I want to. And I think on down the road, say in 10 years, would one have a better resale over the other? No, they really really don't. Both of them have exceptional resale. And Subaru has just been on, they've been on a roll. I mean, they, they have just taken this country by storm. And for many years... Um, Subaru's only sold in areas where the weather was really bad. Well, guess what? The rest of the country has found out, hey, these are just great SUVs. This is as good a Japanese vehicle as the Toyota or the Honda. And the the way that their all-wheel drive system works, even if you're not, even if you're in Houston like you, you know, it, it helps with the ride and the drive. And, of course, you get the flooding down there from time to time. It helps with that. And then you've got the eyesight safety system, which to me is the best in the industry. There's just a lot of positives. I did like, I did like the heads-up display on the windshield. Yes. On the Outback I love that. Limited model. That was really nice. Is that new or has that been tried uh, and true? Oh, no, it's been out for, I mean, not on Subarus, but it's been out on vehicles for over a decade. I mean. Just about everything I review today has got it. This Lexus that I've got it now has got that I'm driving this week has got it. And some are more sophisticated than others. Uh, the ones that I like have sign recognition, meaning that up on your windshield you can see how fast you're going, and you can also see a speed limit sign sitting right next to it, so you know if you're speeding okay. or not. And and if you're speeding, 
it'll start that the street sign will start to flash and warn you, hey, <laughs> you might get a ticket here, so be careful. Now, I, th- I think you're on the right track, and you've heard me say it a million times, Barbara. Leasing's not for everybody. And if you like to keep a car for a long time, it's not for you. Um, you know, you just got to factor in that when you're buying your car, there's going to be maintenance costs down the road. You're going to you're gonna end up buying tires. You're going to do tune-ups. You're going to have things go wrong. But if you look at, you know, the overall cost and the fact that you're going to go a lot of years without making a car payment, if you put some of that money away for your uh, routine maintenance and repairs, then I think at the end of the deal, 10 years from now, you're going to be pretty happy you did what you did. Okay. Well, I still have three months left on my lease, but I'm thinking with the 90-day deferred payments, um, I can let my X3 sit in the garage and... Absolutely. Get over to, to uh, get over to Gilman Subaru Southwest and talk to Manny. He'll have you riding one tonight if you want to. The incent, the Subaru, Subaru has not had much in the way of incentives through the last four to five years. They don't have to. Their cars sell themselves. But with the coronavirus going on right now, there's there's bigger discounts and there is some. There are some incentives like zero percent for sixty three months. Whether that's going to be around after Monday, we don't know. That's going to be a roll of the dice. So talk to Manny, see what he thinks, but you'll you'll love him and you'll love the Subaru. And I want to hear back from you sooner than three years, okay? Okay, you got it. All right, kiddo. You take care. Have a great day. Oh, what a sweet lady. What a sweet lady. Yes. She sounded sweet. Well, she was. She is sweet. You trying to fill some time here? No, 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 no. no. I'm just remarking what a sweet lady. I, I loved everything she said. So, other stories that you might have missed in this week's newsletter. I give you the best-selling large SUVs year to date, the best-selling large luxury SUVs year to date, uh, and my tips for if you're going to buy from a private seller, boy, you got to really be careful these days. And I've got uh, I've got an article that I wrote on that. Subscribe today. We'll get it to you today. Sometimes that great deal on a car, truck, or SUV is only great for the dealer. You never have to worry about that with a CarPro USA dealer. Call Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro, now at 1 800 926 7777. Thanks for joining us on CarPro USA. I'm Kevin McCarthy. Happy to have you listening to us today. Jerry Reynolds is here. He's the car pro. If you want to talk to Jerry, it's easy. Just call 800-926-7777. If you can't get through, you can always reach him through our website, carprousa.com. And we go to Ken in Ontario, California. Hello, Ken. Hello, guys. Thank goodness for iHeartRadio and WOAI. I can listen to you guys every Saturday morning now. You know, <laughs> so. we we think we'll be back on KNX next weekend. Next Saturday. Okay, very good. Next Saturday, I, 9 I, to I, 11. I, I might stay with WOAI. I enjoy the show <laughs> on iHeart. Well, you, anyway, get, my question is, you get three hours on WOAI there you go. versus two at I'm KNX. Exactly. That's exactly. You know what's I'm, funny? I'm enjoying it, Ken. What's funny is we've had 
a lot of listeners write KNX and say, we need a break from coronavirus and, and you know, we want our two hours back. So we think maybe this this exactly. next Saturday we'll be back. So whatever you want to do, we're just yeah, glad to have you. Oh, I've, I've enjoyed your show for years. But, Thank you, uh, sir. Mike, Mike, I'm curious. I'm curious. I work across the street from Ontario, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Auto Club Speedway in Fontana. Okay. And I'm from about January, they've been filling the parking lots up with new cars. All different models. Nissan. I've seen Nissans, uh, Chevys, uh, Rams, Dodges, and everything. No plates. They're all brand new cars. I mean, the bat, the, if there's under ten thousand cars on that parking lot, uh, that would amaze me. Uh, wow. What you would know? I mean, why why would they be storing all these brand new cars at the parking? Ken, lot? are you sure they're new? They're not off-lease vehicles nope. or something like that no no plates from what i can see as i'm driving by no no plates they Did, all look brand new do you see window stickers like window stickers uh, i can't i uh, i can't see that far over the okay place. but, but I, mean, I mean every they, they all look like they're brand new i'm just curious yeah and it's hard to say every every automaker's got off-site uh areas that they use for until they can get the cars delivered to the dealers, um, that might be it. Okay, and, and but I was it, it 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 did start before the the virus started too, so I'm guessing that might be what it is. Yeah, it um, could be. It could be. It takes a while for them to process the cars, and and you know they come into ports usually, depending on the vehicle where it's made. You know, a lot of them come into ports on boats, and and they're offloaded and stored somewhere until they can get them to the dealers. There is a place somewhere in SoCal, uh, maybe a, maybe more towards San Diego, uh, and I looked this up online. In fact, I did a Google Earth view, and there were thousands of Volkswagens. Well, these were the buyback cars from the emission scandal, oh. and they're all sitting in, in, in a place on a, I believe it was a, used to be a Air Force base or an Army base that they closed down. Uh, yep, yep, yep. And, and and just real real quick, thank you for uh, telling me about uh, the Passat TDIs. My wife and I bought one. Good for you. Diesel. Wow, oh, what a great is, car. A fantastic car. It it's breaks fantastic. my heart they don't make them anymore. It does. It, exactly. That was my go-to car but for I, anybody that's got, you know, that puts a lot of miles on a car. Um, oh. Ken, I think, I believe what will happen as we go forward post coronavirus, you'll see that all those cars disappear because the plants haven't built cars in a long time now, two and a half months. And so the dealers are going to want all those. I suspect that we'll see, you'll see that lot dwindle down to next to nothing, if not all the way to nothing. As we talked earlier in the hour, uh, we're going to be looking at a car shortage in July in the United States. Brother, we appreciate you. When you buy the wrong vehicle, you pay over and over again. First when you buy it, then again every single time you get in it. Find the right car for how you drive. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. The 
This is CarPro USA, Kevin McCarthy, Jerry Reynolds. When we first started the show, it was not uncommon to have a listener say, Oh, but that dealership you're recommending is 30 miles away. Do you have anything closer to my house? (laughs) Well, that still irritates me. I got to be honest. Times have changed. We're getting more and more people like John and his wife who drove from Carlsbad, California, 120 miles to do business with Lexus of Santa Monica. Oh, wow. They really enjoyed the special treatment they got because they were CarPro VIPs, ended up driving home a new Lexus ES350. From a first-class dealership, they said, deserves a five-star rating. That would be Lexus of Santa Monica. Matt Unger runs a great store there. CarPro USA shout-out to Ryan O'Kane and his team at West Point Lincoln in Houston this week. They have a four-and-a-half-star rating from over 500 Google reviewers. Wow. And you know a lot of those had to come from CarPro show listeners. Yeah, they got great ratings on our website, too. Starla wrote that her experience couldn't have been any better. She and her sister both wanted similar cars, and the car pro specialist at West Point Lincoln made it happen. They found the colors, the cars, the options they wanted. They both ended up leasing the Lincoln Corsair Reserve just the way they wanted them. Cool. They were so confident in the car pro way And now they take pride in saying they did it. Five stars and many thanks to West Point Lincoln in Houston. Yeah, congratulations, guys. That's awesome. That's really good news. Yeah, Ryan takes good care of our listeners. If you're closer to Sugarland, Cody Willis will take good care of you over at the Sugarland store. Uh, So West Point, two locations in the Houston area. If you are in a market where you only get two hours of our show, and you want to listen to the podcast, it's up at carprousa.com. It'll be up this afternoon by 2.30 p.m. Central Time. Join us. Hey, don't believe all the ads you see? Call CarPro USA, 1-800-926-7777. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego.